Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. tonight of course if you're watching me right now that means you aren't watching other shows that are on at the same time so before we start i'll tell you what's happening on the other channels there's wrestling but it's one of those episodes where they're not even wrestling they're just talking about how they're going to wrestle next week Uh, they have a lot of feuds those people and on house hunters carol wants an open concept kitchen and daryl wants an open marriage or or the sweet release of death and that's everything else that's on. I have a terrible cable package, me. Uh, let's start the show. show I'm Jim Jeffries transgender issues can be hard to talk about but I thought I'd give it a go since I don't get enough hate mail (laughs) sorry sorry hate cisgender mail (laughs) I think it's important to talk about these things I I admit I don't know much about trans issues but I always enjoy hearing from someone who knows even less than me like congressman Matt Gates. I strongly support the rights of transgender individuals, but I am concerned about the potential of bad actors who would exploit the provisions of this law for their own gain. Consider this possibility if President Trump were to say, I am now the first female president. Why do anti-trans politicians immediately jump to the most insane outcomes when it comes to talking about these issues? If a man can be a woman, what's next? A cat merging with a dog and growing a hamster out of its ass and opening a restaurant for baby Hitlers? Ooh! This is delicious! My compliments to the ass hamster. (laughs) One area where transgender issues have been openly discussed is sports. Transgender athletes have accomplished some unbelievable feats, whether it's MMA fighter Fallon Fox winning fight after fight, or Caitlyn Jenner working to outrun her endorsement of Donald Trump. (laughs) More and more sports have been inclusive, like the CrossFit Games will allow transgender competitors for the first time. And CrossFit fans must be thinking, how am I supposed to explain this to my kids? And to that I say, you can't have kids. You ruptured your testicles flipping a tractor (laughs) tyre. But many sports can be unfair and exclusive. Like the case of Texas high school wrestler Matt Beggs, a trans male who was forced to compete with girls due to outdated rules. Current UIL rules state, boys may not wrestle against girls and vice versa, and gender shall be determined based on a student's birth certificate. Birth certificates mean nothing! People change! Police officers don't say, we're looking for a man, he's six pound, nine ounces, naked and crying. Suspect last seen leaving a vagina. (laughs) So, 
Because Texas refused to admit that being trans is a thing, they forced Beggs to wrestle girls. And then everyone got pissed when he won. (laughs) You brought this on yourself, Texas! (laughs) He wanted to fight other men and Texas said, sorry, sir, but you'll hit these women the way the good Lord intended. It does feel like we weren't too worried about defining gender lines until transgender people started demanding equality. For f**k's sake, Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated once named a horse one of the hundred greatest female athletes of all time. (laughs) Even worse, that horse was later named Playmate of the Year. (laughs) That that was a tough wank, I tell ya. When you listen to people who oppose trans rights, sometimes it sounds like it's, it's less about fairness and more about simply stoking fears about trans people. Any male person can call himself a woman or legally identify as female, then predatory men will do so in order to gain access to women's single sex spaces. What is this obsession with making trans people out to be these scheming predators? They only want to play sports so they can cheat. They only want to use a bathroom so they can molest kids. It's only a matter of time before Fox News runs a story about the 10 ways Laverne Cox plans to steal Christmas. (laughs) And right now, I'm just talking about sports. If people are this freaked out about games with made-up rules, I can only imagine what trans people face when it comes to things that actually matter. Whatever the physical advantages or disadvantages of being trans, nobody is making that decision just to win a shiny medal. Look, I can't speak to what's best for the trans community, but my sock puppet can. What do you think, Socky? (laughs) Things were simple back in my day. There were two types of socks. Dress socks and sports socks. That was it. Now there are no-so socks, compression socks, ski socks. Have you seen those socks with toes in them? It's against humanity, I told you. But Socky, I support you, even though you were made to be on a foot, but now you're on my hand. Oh! Oh! I never thought of it that way. I guess I've been closed-minded, like those dirty f- That's enough! That's enough! Are you going to behave? Dr. Schulz was a Jew! Okay, that's enough. All right. right. You know you can learn a lot by having a rational conversation. That wasn't one of those. (laughs) But after the break, I'll be having one with an expert on the subject. I recently sat down with transgender scientist and runner Joanna Harper to learn more about her research and what it says about the transgender community in sports and beyond. Take a look. Meet Joanna Harper. She's a scientist who authored the very first study on transgender athletes. She even advises the International Olympic Committee. So if anyone knows her stuff, it's Joanna. 
first of all, look, I, I don't know what to think about this. This is something that I haven't really had an opinion on. I'm sorry if I use any outdated um, words in this whole thing. I'm trying my best and I, I, I yeah. want to learn, okay? okay. Yeah. The argument that people make is that when someone has a sex change, and mostly this is from uh, male to female, that if they go to compete in a female sport after that, they have an unfair advantage. Is, is this true? Well, first of all, it, it's complicated, but the hormone therapy that trans women undergo makes many changes in the biological qualities that are important for sport. Trans women have bigger frames, which are now being powered by reduced muscle mass and reduced aerobic capacity. So it's like a big car with a small engine right, competing right. against a small car with a small engine. Right, so trans like women a Buick. Have, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, not a Tesla. Yeah, yeah not a Tesla, no. <laughs> and this isn't just Joanna's gut feeling. For her study, she collected data from eight transgender runners, people who are transitioning from male to female. The results? Before hormone therapy, they competed at the same level as other men. After hormone therapy, they competed at the same level as other women. So after hormonal transition, trans women are no longer biologically male. Trans women are not taking over uh, women's sports. The best evidence of that so far is uh, NCAA sports. The NCAA has allowed uh, trans women to compete after a year of hormone therapy since 2011. It's eight years ago and trans women are not taking over NCAA sports and probably won't in other sports. Here's an argument that people would say against um, a female that wants to become uh, male will start taking testosterone. Correct. What's the difference between that and Alex Rodriguez taking steroids? They take testosterone to become more like men, but they start from a female point of disadvantage. And if they work really hard uh, and take their testosterone, they can get up to pretty close to typical male. Right. Uh, there's a, a professional boxer, Patricio Manuel. There's a swimmer, Skylar Beeler. So wait, there's, a, there's a, a person who was born a female who's boxing against men? Yes, He's one and all as a professional, so he beat a dude. Wow, that's, uh, that's tough. Uh -huh. <laughs> what you're saying to me sounds very reasonable, right? But is there a risk of dickheads f***ing this up? Like with everything, right? Well, you get some dickhead, right, mm -hmm. who goes, I'm a woman now. I'd like to compete in the 100 metres. And it doesn't really want to be a woman, just wants to cause a fuss. It could, in theory, happen. But there are so many downsides to being transgender that... You know, it's not like it's the cool club to join. You know, when I told my mother that I was really a woman, mm. her reaction was, you know, I never want to see you again. So maybe I can win a, a district track medal, but it means that my family boots me out and I'm homeless. You know, um, yes, it's possible. You could have my mother. My mother desperately wanted me to be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. My mother used to sit me down there just a bit and go, if you're gay, that's okay with me. She really wanted a daughter, and she would have been over the moon. We should swap families. <laughs> so trans athletes might get grief from their families. They get grief from the far right. But for taking a scientific approach and saying trans athletes should get their hormone levels checked, Joanna gets grief from one other group. Do liberals ever get mad at you? Do you ever get heat that you're not progressive enough? Absolutely. I've been called a traitor to transgender people. Trans transgender traitor? That's yes. hard to say. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's harder to be one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a scientist, first of all, and that's right. how I see the world. I see it through a scientific lens. It's very hard to be a moderate in this world. 
you, you, you can't find a lot of friends when you're moderate. And that's where you think you should. Yeah. Here, here's one. Should a female be able to compete in RuPaul's Drag Race? Because <laughs> um, I feel that show's a little bit heterophobic. <laughs> I've tried to be a judge on that show for f***ing seven years. I tweet about it. I know every drag queen who's been on the show, I would be an excellent judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Ball's in your court, Ru. <laughs> so even Joanna Harper isn't sure how we can achieve equal and meaningful competition. In my mind, if you're the best at your sport, I don't care what group you fit into. Let's not split athletes up into gender or hormone levels or weight class. Everyone just plays together and we let natural ability sort it out. There's no NBA, there's no WNBA, there's just BA. If you're good at B, congratulations, you're in the A. Now that's for professional athletes and for everyone else, I'm starting my own league. But it's only sports I can play, like pinball or cornhole or burning my own chest hairs with a lighter. In my league, drugs are encouraged. Bring drugs. And in the true spirit of competition, I'm accepting everyone, all sexual orientations, body types, races and ages. I call it the Jeffries Association of Professional Sports People. <laughs> it's completely inclusive and not offensive in any way. We'll be right back. Issues of gender identity transcend national borders. Recently, I visited Bangkok. Hey, you get the gist. Watch this. Lush gardens, delicious cuisine, statues of fat <laughs> These are all things I do not think about when I think of Bangkok. I'll admit, sex is foremost in my mind. Now, I'm all for ladies of the night, but it's not just about ladies here. You gotta hand it to Thailand. They are progressive when it comes to sex. They even recognise transgender people in their constitution. And people around the world have heard of the Thai sex workers known as ladyboys. Ladyboys blur the line between Western notions of drag and trans. Ladyboys live very openly in Thai society. So how exactly did Thailand crack the code and become more forward thinking than we are? I'm in Bangkok to do extensive research in the name of LGBTQ rights. And I tip generously so I can sit down with three ladies and an interpreter to learn more. You never hide that you're ladyboys. You never, you're always very open about this. I love my penis, so I always say I have a penis. <laughs> Who here still has their penis? I'm gonna say yes. I have the penis. You have a penis? Have you have a penis? penis? You no longer have the penis? Where did the term ladyboy come from? The man come to Thailand. They don't know. Yeah. She was he. So they take up to the room, and then after take up, it's just, holy shit, lady, <laughs> but boy. Oh no, I get the premise. So in Thailand, they, they call themselves Sao Siap, which means uh, like a boning queen, uh, a woman who can actually... Top girl. Top girl. <laughs> Top girl. Top girl is Top another girl. girl. Okay. Yeah. Many people in America would say this is not very moral work. What would you say to them? I'm not robbing anyone. I'm not killing anyone. I'm not causing anyone any trouble. So why would you say that? For, for them, it's like uh, it comes from their own will. Their own will that they want to be okay. in the sixth street. Look, I, I feel like you're living the best of both worlds. <laughs> you get to dress in flashy clothing and you get to stand up having a piss. But they prefer to use the ladies' room. Me too! I love a sit-down wee. 
Now, I must admit, before meeting these ladies, my main source of information about Bangkok were movies that took place in Bangkok. And this is it. Bangkok. Good time city. Come on, girls. I can get you going. How about boys? You like boys? Oh, no. You in Bangkok, sweetie. There's a reason they don't call them Bangkok. Oh! And maybe all these cartoonish versions distract everyone from learning even the most basic facts about real ladyboys. Do you consider yourself transgender? Yeah. <laughs> Does the government recognize all your rights? They only accept them in the sex trade. They was telling her that her paperwork is not qualified. For them, prefer a guy who looks like a guy. I see. So the government is tolerant of trans people as long as they stick to one job. And that can lead to a very extreme choice. Transitioning becomes a financial decision because they have no other way to make money. She said some people cut it off not because they genuinely want it, but for work. Do you experience uh, bigotry from the, from the general public in Thailand? 80% is still anti. I had this all wrong. So I sat down with a Thai LGBTQ activist to learn more. The term ladyboy, is that offensive? A little bit, because people, how do they understood that ladyboy is someone who always attached with the uh, sex industry. Because generally people talk about um, this group of people as the term transgender. Do you think the, the sex industry gives Thailand a bad name? A little bit. That's yeah. why feminists try to eliminate the image of Thailand is the sex. Sex, sex industry, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's a beautiful country, the food's amazing, but the first thought that I have when I think of Bangkok is the, the, the clubs. Now, sure, these three ladies seem to enjoy their jobs, and they told me some dirty, not-for-basic cable stories. But they at least deserve some other options for work. Even in the West, progress can be slow. But as more countries make strides on LGBTQ rights, guess who's starting to feel the trickle-down effect? Do the clients mostly prefer you to have penises or not? This is quite a new trend. People want to try Ladyboy with How the penis. Okay. When they see the dick, they like oh, run into yeah. them like, yeah. Oh, they're like, dick! Yeah. They, they yeah. call us lady, lady Spatial. So the penis is in fashion right now? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, the penis is in fashion. Before, the, the, the girls were cutting them off, but now uh, most of the men want the penis to be there. Is that progress? That is a progress, because if they have the body in which they still have the original sexual organ and they feel free to, to do everything that they like, they confirm who they are. Exactly. It's 2019, for fuck's sake. Just accept these ladies for who they are. But it did dawn on me that there was one topic we hadn't discussed. How common is it for women that want to be men in this country? And more open these days. And she's saying that there's ladyboys who also date the lesbian. All oh, right, so there are ladyboys who want to be with women. Women who want to become a man, right? Like a lesbian who right. also date ladyboys who still have dicks. Life is complicated. <laughs> you can say that again. We'll be right back. There's some good news. According to a new study, support for LGBTQ rights has increased amongst many demographics. But one group where it's declined is young Republicans. Kind of surprising when you look at this map of popular porn searches. The red states, the red states, they love lesbians. They love them. And that's not all. 
So number one was lesbian. They also, compared to other age groups, searched a lot for trans. You don't get to enjoy an oppressed community when it comes to porn and then attack their rights in the real world. It's like the great Mahatma Gandhi once said, if you'd fuck it, you must accept it. <laughs> now, now I, I know that doesn't sound like a real Gandhi quote, but that's because I didn't do the voice. <laughs> so to end the hypocrisy, I demand a new law where in order to hold public office, candidates must release their porn search history. And if you're going to watch LGBTQ porn, you should have to learn more about the struggles of the people you're masturbating to. Put it in that creepy interview part before the f***ing starts. Like this. Okay, so tell everyone your name and how old you are. I'm Violet and I'm 18 and I love the taste of fresh pussy almost as much as I love not being denied housing because I'm a member of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, I bet you do. Seem like you're into some crazy stuff. Totally. Like being able to adopt a child with my wife without facing undue prejudice. Oh, it gets me so wet. I came, I learned, I came. I can attest to that. Thanks for watching. The Jim Jeffrey Show has our own YouTube channel now. Go to youtube.com slash Jeffrey Show and subscribe for the latest videos and exclusive content. I'm Jim Jeffries. I think we can all do better. Good night. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.